welcome to a new episode of Catching Fire, How Teams Win, your favorite podcast about team performance and company culture. Today, we have with us Alexander Lenz. Alexander is the head of sales at ABB Germany, and he was recommended by some of his colleagues, as they said, he's really a great leader, which means that he cares and he's also able to get the best out of his teams. Alex, let's get into the point directly. Your people believe that you are a great leader. Do you have any specific motto or principle that you follow and you want to share with our audience? Thanks, Mohammed. And really, I'm really thankful and grateful that you have me today here with you. And you know, when you. Coming, to the, coming to this point, it's, for me, it's really trust and transparency. Hmm. And let's say that's the, that's the first beginning of being a leader, also being a manager. And um, that is where I work every day on and build that trust and work on this transparency. It sounds actually, it sounds not so really magical, yeah. but it's also, it's a, it's a, let's say, big work to do that and to do that also in a consequent way. I learned some, some, some years ago, I learned from a, from a big leader of our company, I learned from him um, one principle, and that is when you go in business uh, with your team, with your colleagues, with whomever, um, start every relationship with the highest level of trust. Hmm. And I mean, that's also, let's say, an advantage also what we have in our business life, because nobody should assume that somebody wants to harm you or something like that, right? So we, wish we should really go into the conversations and every, let's say, contact what we have with the full level of trust. Hmm. And if you see then over the time, okay, maybe something goes not in the right way, then you can still, let's say, do some, some certain actions and apply them. But let's say this mindset, mindset really helps um, to go in with this, with this full trust and transparency. And um, yeah, to coming to this transparency, for sure, that sounds also quite easy, but sometimes it's also hard because uh, when you, especially when you work in a, in, a, in, a, in a larger company, then sometimes it comes also um, that you have to deal and uh, bring some things into action, hmm. what you are told from your management. And in a lot of cases, it's like this, that you are 100% behind that and you say, yes, we go for that. But there are also sometimes some things what you have to get through, um, what is maybe not so easy or where you also as a person say, okay, no, I'm not really behind that and I'm re not really standing into that. And, um, but then also this tra transparency helps also for yourself um, to, yeah, to have not the full pressure on your own shoulders. Yeah? Yes. So, that's that's uh, when when you ask me what is the really the one point that is that one and it it was very interesting for me to ask you because I would like to give our audience here some background about you I did I skipped this part because I knew that sooner or later we are going to open this discussion in the context of the questions but um, as I told you before as one of the early people that I'm getting here in the podcast in this new podcast catching fire it's uh, when I created it, it was mainly to 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 put some to put a spotlight on great leaders or the leaders inside companies who are doing great work with their teams, and are able to influence them to achieve uh, high performance and to sustain it, and at the same time while being human, while taking care of their team members. Okay, not burning out uh, these people out, 
And of course, when I was spreading this in my network, when I said, okay, I will do this podcast, uh, I asked the people for recommendations. And unfortunately, when the people came with some recommendations, they started at the beginning saying, you know, Muhammad, it's sad that we don't have a lot of recommendations that we have in our minds about great leaders that we worked with in the past that we can nominate to be interviewed in the podcast. And then came one of the colleagues that I trust, and she recommended you, as you know. And when she recommended you as a person, she said, I believe what you are searching for in this podcast is fitting exactly the profile of Alex. I know Alex, and I believe that he can be a great person to represent what leadership is and how to ignite your team and to get the best out of it. And then the first question that I asked her was, can you guarantee, because I trust this person already, I said, can you guarantee that 70% of the people that we can ask about Alex, at least 70% will say the same opinion about you, about uh, him. And she said, yes, I guarantee that 70%, at least of the people will say the same opinion. And then we came and I sent you to get, to know you in person before getting uh, you invited on the podcast. And I was honored that you accepted this invitation. And what I discovered is that you are a person walking your talk. Why? Because I saw that our discussions was moving before, I mean, before recording this episode, they were very smooth, very simple, very easy. I felt as if I know you for long years. I didn't feel any barrier. And this gave me indication about how newcomers on your team would feel and how you are treating the people. Because based on my own experience, the people cannot switch on their colors all the time. So for example, if you are like this with me and you're friendly, you're kind, you're building a relationship, then most probably will try to take care of these things in your team. And that's why I was very happy and excited when you accepted this invitation and said that you would like to appear here because I really would like to take some of your motos, ideas, tips in order that we are making them accessible to other people, other companies, and to really foster a change to happen. And to build on what you said right now, when you started speaking about uh, the, the, your motto about trust, yes, a lot of people are speaking about trust all the time and it became some sort of a cliche right now. The game is not only is speaking about trust, is the game is in really applying this trust and knowing how to make it applicable in the teamwork and inside organizations. Because if you ask anybody about the characteristics of a great leader, they will tell you trust, uh, transparency, this and that. But the question is, are you really trying to apply it inside? Are you truly really trying to apply it inside under pressure or when you are under fire, not only in the calm time? That's the question that I'm always asking. So I'm happy that you mentioned the topic of uh, uh, trust. And this leads me to ask you, how do you make sure that your team is engaged? Are there any specific rituals or routines that you follow in general in your day-to-day -day business? Anything that you want to share? Yeah, Mohamed, um, thanks for that. And also uh, to, to explaining with this recommendation, so I'm also thankful for that. And um, let's say when you, when you ask on, on, on the everyday business how we do that, um, maybe a little bit to the background or to the scenario. So I'm heading the sales team for the process industries for Germany. And um, the team is all spread out over Germany. So that means that also in, in terms of engagement, to come back to your question, um, that is, let's say, before Corona and with the COVID and also now, uh, it was already very virtual hmm. before as well. Yeah? Because yes. you, let's say, we have touch points when we go together to customers on negotiations. And, um, and what, what I tried uh, always over the years is to engage 
virtual, but have also the possibility to have face-to-face -face meetings at least one time a year with the whole team. Even if the team is really working in different industries, they have different responsibilities, but still it makes really sense um, to get one time at least together yeah, to exchange. And that, let's say, is I think it's a, it's a, it's a crucial and uh, important basis uh, of this work. And then when we look on this, on this virtual engagement, um, it's also that um, yeah, coming also back to this transparency. So for example, what we, what, what we are regular doing is when we have, for example, in the company engagement surveys or also let's say specific surveys, what we are doing, that we go that all the lists, all the comments that we go that in a team, one by one, we go that through. Mm -hmm. And now that sounds also, yeah, it's, a, it's an easy one, but believe me, sometimes it's not so easy because there's also some there's, for example, a, do I trust my manager? And as you have explained, yeah, uh, so and so many percent will say, yes, for sure, we will recommend this manager, Alex. Yeah. Yeah, he's a good guy. But there is also can be that somebody is writing, okay, I, I don't believe that is the right approach in that specific topic, for example. But that is, I think, also very, very important to go that through and not only to tell to your team, yes, it's okay, I agree, you are right. Then it's really this, what you are saying, walk the talk and also say, okay, what are we doing now with that? Is that something what really is, let's say, with our team or in our circle of influence, what we can really change? What some in the team can change, what I can change, maybe another colleague change? Or is that maybe also something what is out of the circle of influence? Hmm. And, and then, to really also to be bringing this is, I mean, it's, this is also like a buzzword, yeah? but the servant leadership. Hmm. You can really show that you are a servant leader when you then also execute these actions and hmm. say, okay, we found in this survey, for example, we found this point that is for one in our team, that's important. So what can we really do? And I'm as a manager can do that particular thing, but then also execute it. Hmm. So. What, 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 what I see is often happening that we talk the right things, we have the right mindset, but sometimes I have to admit, we forget to execute the actions we are committed to. Yeah. And um, that's, let's say, yeah, something I think that, yeah, it's important for, for teamwork. Yeah, yeah. I, I fully agree with you. We have to remember that we have to execute. Okay, when we have, for example, a problem, we have a solution for it or an idea, okay, how to solve it. We have to try to execute these ideas in order to make the lives of everyone better. And what I see, unfortunately, in especially in big corporations, that um, if the thing is not burning so much, you can just ignore it. You understand? And this sometimes is demotivating for, I'm not speaking about your company or something. No, I'm speaking general-wise now, okay? I was speaking that, if the things are not burning, we just, just ignore it. And if nobody is compl complaining about something that we can just ignore it and move on. This is some of the things that make me really feel sad. And these are the, some of the things that I'm willing to change with this new podcast and by getting you here so that other people can listen to you also. So moving to the next point, which is, okay, if you discovered that the performance of one of your team members is low, or for example, that he was high, but it became low, 
what, are, what are you going to do about it? How are you going to fix something like this? Did you had something like this uh, or a situation similar in the past with you? Yes, true. I mean, what is, what is always good also to use as a, as a tool um, is if you have a kind of a team diagnostics tool. So one principle is, for example, that on one axis you have the commitment and on the other axis you have the, the competence of somebody. Mm -hmm. And that's also, let's say, a good exercise, I think, for managers to, to rate the team. Yeah? It's not, not like whatever you judge on somebody, but it's, it's uh, still good to, uh, to go lean a little bit back and to think about the, the people, how they interact, where do you think, what skills do they have? Where do they maybe need some support or where is potential to grow? Um, and that to do on this two basic axes of competence and commitment. Hmm. And that helps you then also when you see that somebody is, like you say, is then dropping down uh, on, a certain, on a certain point. And then the interaction, let's say, um, goes to the next level. And then looking for the, for the conversation, asking open questions, asking the why, and really, really, let's say, go with an open mindset in finding out the root cause. Mm. Because as you also say, people are not dividing their personalities in business life, in private life, to be a friend, to be a sportsman, to do whatever. We are human beings and we are, let's say, 24 hours. Uh, we are, we are, we are, we are in our, let's say, we are the same person, right? Yes. So therefore, um, it's really, I think, it's important to really find out what is the root cause behind, because it can be so various. And mm. that I can also say that sometimes I was really, really surprised. And it goes, can go both ways. It can be that, that you go into this conversation and even if you, if you say, okay, I go in, I want to have an open mindset, but I believe it might be I, some three weeks ago, I made a decision and that was maybe not in the favor of mm. this team member. But then it, you can find out it has nothing to do with that. It's just a personal thing. Mm. Or it can be totally different. You think, mm. okay, this person going through hard times, yeah, uh, because in, in the personal life you you know that there's something going on. But no, it's not. There, this person is totally stable and it's all okay. It's something different. So I think it's it's really important to to looking for this for this open discussion, and then also um, let's say go. It depends a little bit. Go into a coaching. Um, sometimes people also only look for a real advice, so to say. Yeah? So um, let's say the first part of the coaching is always good, right? To open to open your team member up and, and ask a lot of questions to really find out what is the root cause. And if you have that and then decide, okay, what could be the next steps together? Um, offer, for example, a personal sure fix every week. Offer maybe another body in your team where you say, okay, this is a person who can, can, um, can support and um, yeah, but that's, that is really, let's say, a long catalog, what can be the outcome. So I think the, the most thing is really um, to, to be open, transparent, building distrust and asking some open questions, asking the hows, the whys. And, and, and I think that's, that's the, the, the key to come, to come closer. So you will not give up on this person directly? No. Yes, because this is very, very important because 
what, what I see, uh, a lot of times I saw it happening and I'm working with people and uh, from different companies, different countries in different roles. And what I see is that sometimes there is a tendency that you are avoiding headache. If you see something, for example, going down or making you a headache, you're just trying to avoid it or to push it outside or to move it to any other piece, uh, part of the org, or even, for example, to let this person uh, leave the organization. And this, and, and this is sometimes, you know, sad to, to think or to see that the people are thinking this way because, every, you, we ha as you said, we have to understand exactly why this person's performance uh, dropped. This is the first thing. And then we have to be patient with this person. That these things and changes in the performance, attitude, behavior, all these, these things, they take time. Okay, so there is no magic key for it that you're just uh, putting the key and then after this, this person today was uh, underperforming, tomorrow he's overperforming. We need patience and we need coaching, as you said, for the people inside, even if the, it's done from the manager himself or the leader himself or herself. And uh, so unfortunately, in the hierarchies that we have right now, a lot of managers and leaders, because they're of their workload, they don't have the time to do what you are speaking about right now with their employees. So if they have to choose between coaching their team members or sitting with them and trying to understand what's going on, they 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 put only 5% or 10%, or they allocate 10% of their time to something like this, but the 80, 90% that the other that they allocate is for their current job. Because unfortunately, when organizations are promoting leaders, they are promoting them with their, most of the time, with their functional work. So they are not, for example, taking from you something so that you have more time to lead. No, they are giving you your normal responsibility that you are having before becoming a leader. And then on top of it, they are telling you, now you will lead extra uh, people. And then the people and the leader is torn apart. And that's why sometimes the leader is pushed to say, I don't have time. I will just take the easy pass. I want a winner. I want somebody who's performing good all the time. And this is sad because we, we are humans. We need to deal with each other as humans. Nothing called I'm dismissing this person of my life because he is not good today. It's exactly as if you are dealing in a family. You just don't drop a problem with your wife, okay, or your husband, or or, or dismiss this person because you have one problem or two with this person. Imagine it, you know. So I uh, totally right, Mohammed. I mean, what 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 is I think it's important that organizations also let's say. Uh, yeah, are really let's say strict also on the spanners and layers, for example. Yeah, yes. not not giving, for example, um, too many too many direct reports, also too less. It's also uh, dangerous because then exactly what you are telling them is happening because then the the managers are not let's say entitled to be a uh, to be a people manager. But what what they are more than entitled is okay, whatever. For example, a, a small R and D team with four people, so one manager and three persons. Then for sure, of this manager is then also expected to work into the topics itself. Yeah? Yes. And 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 that's that's makes it then not easy. And uh, especially what you are saying then, okay, how much of your of your time you are allocating then to to certain topics, and therefore I think. It's, it's, it's important that companies look on, let's say, the framing. Yeah? So the framing, I think, is, is, that is important to make it even possible. The next thing and the even more complicated thing for sure is to find the right persons, to develop them in this, in this, in this way that they, can, that they can achieve to be good leaders. I think that's the more hard job. But first, I think the frame must be there, and then you can, can work on the other side. Great, Alex. I was having a question about COVID, but you already in in the two, uh, ten minutes ago you were telling me that your situation, because you are leading a global team in general, are, are not global. I mean around Germany, 
uh, it's anyway as if it's COVID because you were meeting them online most of the time. But my question was supposed to be about COVID and this time that we are working a lot online and how you are able to keep your team connected and, and feels as one unit together. Would you like to answer this question or do you think we already answered it uh, uh, previously? Yeah, maybe um, I can, can add some, some points to that. Yes. Um, yeah, I think for, for sure it's when you have already, a, let's say, virtual working team and then going on with that also in the times of, of, of COVID, then for sure that's, that's, that's easier. But um, it's, it's, it's still, let's say, what, what is important is that not all the, all the team members, they are, let's say, want to communicate really actively or proactively. So the real question is also, um, how can you how can you also team up with those people and how can you take they on the on the, on this journey to mm. get not lost? Yeah? Um, so, for example, also speaking the company I, I'm working for, uh, we have a lot of um, we have a lot of engineers, uh, which are also let's say uh, yeah, and that is also important to work really concentrated on their on their certain topics, and. Um, then for sure it's to get them also then out of this comfort zone yeah, and to bring them together in virtual environment. Um, that takes also, that takes some efforts yeah, because to, to explain also what is the reason behind, what is the idea behind, what is let's say also what we see in our company culture, yeah, where are we want to be yeah, and what we have to develop and also to get in team meetings. And um, I think that, that you as a, as a coach and trainer, uh, you you had made also this experience. If you have a group of people, it's not all really easy to get them all involved. Yeah? Yes. Because there are also some, they, they maybe, they say they are now in listen mode, then maybe you could assume and say, oh, why, why is this person only listening? But maybe it's just for this person right as it, as it is in listen mode. Yeah? And maybe next time get more involved. And to find that out, I think there is not not really let's say magical ideas uh, what to do. It's just also a work to do that, mm. and to really to get all the people in a way involved to give them maybe also um, some visibility also in the team by giving them in a the team meeting, for example, some some extra tasks, yeah? some simple things like for example, hey, uh, can you be today the timekeeper? Is that okay for you? Mm. And can you maybe do that? Or how do you think about that? Uh, who likes to 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 work on this certain topics and and yeah i think that's that could be one one thing and i think that that was also before COVID in this way mm. so in that sense let's say the tools may be changed and the time we are spending virtual together are changed and for sure, especially in, in sales, it's like this before the people have been driving on the road. So there was much more telephone uh, talks yeah, because people have to travel three, four hours to a customer site, for example. And now that goes also with the customers in a, in a virtual mode. So the time, the times are shifted uh, how we spend that. Hmm. But let's say the, 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 the targets, the motivation and, and, and how, we, how we work together, that's in my opinion, not so much changed. Yeah? Yes. So it's just different using different tools. Yeah. So, yeah. Yes, I understand, uh, Alex. Of course. And the last question that I have for you, Alex, right now is: from your own point of view, what is one thing 
that if leaders focused on can raise and sustain the performance of a team inside a company. What do you think? I still think also if it's a repetition, I think it's building the trust. Yes. And I mean, also in, 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 in science, also what companies, uh, I'm sure that you have also read uh, from Google, uh, what they find found out when they when they looked in, on their on their different teams globally is psychological safety is is one of the crucial and by far the most crucial um, topic, and I think that on an individual level that means to build this trust, yeah. and that is not like like done in a, in a second. It's not done in a minute. It's a everyday work, and to go every day with a good and positive mindset in. And also, if there comes hard times, um, also say, okay, I believe in the good, in the good, in the good mind of the people, and in 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 in, 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 in the right behavior, and to work on that together as a team. I think that's that's the most crucial point. I add my voice to you. Trust is the most important thing on top of the list. But we need, unfortunately, at the meantime, also to try to make more and more leaders or people who are becoming leaders to understand how to build it. Because it's not some, unfortunately, a lot of people think that it's something that come by nature or something that you just don't invest time to, uh, to understand or learn or not a skill. No, building trust with others is still a skill, no matter what it is. And some people have this skill or for example, like a talent, okay, they have it. The people like to deal with them. They can trust them automatically. And some other people need to build this skill or even the people who have it as talent, they still need to enhance this talent. But unfortunately, it's like uh, the people deal with these things in companies. It's exactly like communication skills, Alex. Uh, I speak, I believe that I'm a good communicator. Communication skills or great communication is relevant to your capability to speak and the other person only to listen. No, there are other fundamentals that you need to learn. But we right. take some things as for granted because we just know how to do them basically. I have a brain. I don't need to learn how to get the best out of this brain. It's there. I just need to move on. And this is sad. And we need to collaborate all together to change this for the yeah. sake of better organization, for the sake of the future of our next generation, our kids, our grandkids, and all of these things, we need to foster these changes. We need to improve that inside companies and cultures. Alex, I was happy so much and honored to have you in my podcast today as a guest. I'm also encouraging any of our listeners who will listen to our podcast. If you know a great leader that you passed through that worked with you in your previous company or current company or any other place, okay, then please don't hesitate to send me a message or an email, or I will even create a form for you so that you are filling it and sending uh, to me any contact that you would like to nominate. Our main reason from this podcast at the meantime is to encourage other companies and leaders to learn accessible tips and ideas that they can use and apply directly in their corporations and hence the future of work gets better step by step we need to highlight the people who are doing great work like you so that they are not feeling that they are alone inside the organization in the middle of pressure and stress and all of this stuff no you are here you are listened to a lot of other people want to learn from it and that's why we are making these discussions so that we are all bonding together and connected and the people feel that they are empowered i'm thankful again to you for your time Alex thank you so much for being here and I'm looking very forward to have you again one day again as a guest of my podcast thank you so much for being thank here you. thank you thank you so much Mohammed.